Fifteen years ago, on the day my divorce was finalized, I sat around a corner table with some friends at the Columbus Bar. This was not a celebration, but a solemn gathering of men who supported me through one of the most difficult times of my life. A few months before, my best friend, Ben Stilson, and I had changed allegiances from Buffalo Wild Wings to Columbus Bar for a number of reasons. Gigantic onion rings, best fish sandwich in town, first microbrewery in Columbus, and the kindness of the owner, John Myers. The diesel oil stout was a revelation in local brewing beauty. That night of the divorce, John was serving us. For old time's sake and remembrance of fun evenings I had experienced in England back in college, I ordered an absinthe. John brought it to the table with a special glassware, spoon, and sugar cube. It was a bittersweet night, but one of remarkable fraternal bonding and creation of new memories as I started a new chapter of life. Weeks later, Ben and I, along with our friend Patrick Fosdick, were forming a Columbus Young Professionals team to compete in a summer-long Amazing Race competition. The goal was to solve clues that led us to special spots in town. We needed to take a picture at each location and write a blog post about it. We were looking for a fourth team member, so on a whim, we asked John if he would like to join us. He did, and the four of us gathered at the front plaza of City Hall to begin the competition. We'd forgotten to create a team name. In a moment of creative clarity, Ben offered up the name, The Local Drafts. The double entendre of being recruited to this team and promoting John's powerhouse microbrewery immediately resonated. So the local drafts ran around for three months, bonding while taking silly pictures, holding empty beer mugs all over Columbus. We finished fourth in that summer of 2008. As we realized our formal time as a team was coming to a close, we reflected on the deepening bonds we had established and brainstormed how we could keep the fun going. So we organized a party called a Blind Beer Taste Test. We picked eight beers in a particular style and randomly placed them into an Elite Eight bracket. One person poured one and a half ounce samples into two separate glasses, and after trying both, a vote was taken. There was then a final four round and a final head-to-head match to decide the champion of the beer style. In October of 2008, Keystone Light won the inaugural Blind Beer Taste Test competition in the light beer style. We loved it and kept doing it. I was not in a fraternity in college. I didn't like the idea of hazing and the drunkenness associated with it. As the years went on and Ben, John, Patrick, and I invited more people to the taste tests, we realized that the fraternal bonds that developed through the ritual and all the friendships that emerged outside of the taste test experiences were very special. No hazing required. In 2012, we inducted a new class of four local draft gentlemen and six more by the end of 2018. The organization, and I do put that in quotes, waxed and waned in attempts to formalize, but in the end, we decided that we all just wanted to be together, not to have meetings, but to have gatherings, random happenings. Maybe it was golfing or hiking or helping someone move or supporting a draft through a job transition or planting trees or volunteering or organizing spur-of-the-moment happy hours. In 2017, we had our first overnight trip, starting an annual tradition of a three-night out-of-state trip. 
It will take too long to tell the stories of Three Rivers, Michigan, other than to say the drafts have all left a piece of their hearts with our gracious Airbnb host, Mary Dozima, and her idyllic acreage with its winding boardwalk through beautiful wetlands. The relationships with these men have all become such an incredible blessing for me. I did not know any of these guys in high school or college. I hear about men struggling to have meaningful relationships as adults, and I'm thankful that I've been able to cultivate enduring friendships. It's not about the beer or working at the same company or going to the same church or following the same sports teams. The root is in sharing the same community and being committed to caring. In a way, it was born out of my suffering after the divorce and being full of gratitude for the men who walked beside me in my time of greatest need. After my last hospitalization for major depression in 2013, my wife decided to share my bipolar 2 diagnosis with our church and friend group. When I returned home, the drafts organized a game night at our house, and a group of eight men gathered around our dining room table to play for hours. The acceptance that I felt that night was an incredible experience of brotherly love. In the weeks that followed, I finally found peace with my diagnosis, knowing that I would be loved and supported through the recovery process. With that confidence, I've been able to cast aside the isolating effects of stigma to become a more steadfast advocate for mental health. So to the original drafts already mentioned, and Rob Kelly, Joey, Yolo, Leo, Johnny, Unitas, Kofid, Jeff Bradley, Josh, Draft Light, Brown, Brian Hardy, Tyler Reynolds, Philip, the OG quad father, Rogo, Kevin Hurst, and Cruz Bisa, thank you. And since our motivation to formally initiate Beyond 14 has waned over the years, Shoutouts to Mr. Brandon Andrus, Derek Young, Chris Toast Myers, Darren Clyde Myers, and Professor Slayer. What a joyous occasion when we meet. Thank you for the last 15 years. Circle table seat, grief shared with friends turns to joy. Mugs merge, cry of cheers.